morning, all you lovely lot out there. It's Emma Lucy Brown, your hosiery high priestess here at Denham Star. Welcome to the first of our fascinating three-part series on fashion and sustainability and the journey that this hot topic has taken over the years along with celebrating spring and looking at some of the traditions and rituals we observe in order to usher spring into our daily lives as well as making it a little more sustainable these days. So a very happy spring is in order for all of our beautiful denim star sock stars out there. With spring in the air and just poking its head out, we are reminded that as we slowly but surely shed our hibernating winter skins, that spring, a time of renewal and a time to celebrate the season of new beginnings, is within our grasp, now depending on where you live. And like one of the greatest poets of the Victorian era, English poet Gerard Manley Hopkins ponders in his aptly written poem, Spring. Is there a time of year more beautiful? Spring. Nothing is so beautiful as spring when weeds in wheels shoot long and lovely and lush. Thrush's eggs look little low heavens, and thrush through the echoing timber does so rinse and ring. The ear, it strikes like lightnings to hear him sing. The glassy pear tree leaves and blooms, they brush the descending blue. That blue is all in a rush. With richness, the racing lambs too have fare their fling. So lovely. Write us here at the show and tell us how our denim star, sock stars, will celebrate spring this year. What traditions or springtime routines and rituals do you do to observe renewal and all its possibilities for the rest of the year? Okay, folks, and on that note, I can hear Billy signing on to the podcast. Woo! Hiya, my buddy Bills. Yeah, I'm just slowly getting logged on here, Miss Ams. Fantastic. Happy spring. Are you feeling like you have a little more spring in your step at the moment? Any routines (laughs) or rituals? that you'll be doing this spring bills as it heralds itself in this March. I love it. Hi, Ams. Yeah, I'm just getting set up here. Hope hope I sound okay. And yes. to all our beautiful 
Denim Star, Sock Star listeners, happy March and yes, happy spring. Woo woo. It's just, you know, it was just around the corner and then bam, it's here now. Yippee. And you know, and with that in mind, you know me, I'm one of those total weirdos, those clean freaks that likes to bring in a good old fashioned spring cleaning ritual every year and get into springtime. So, you know, some folks, they get their gardens going and others, you know, they hammer out their home improvement projects. As you know, Ems, I get out the old B&B, don't I? (laughs) (laughs) That's right. That's right. I remember now. I got in on it with you that one spring. Mm-hmm. Uh-huh. Yeah, cracked yeah. open all the windows and hauled out the VMB, the vinegar and the baking soda. I, and yeah. baking Sorry, soda. folks. Yeah, it's really my best friend, baking soda, even with those pots and pans. So sorry to disappoint folks, like <laughs> you said. Not a new cocktail to celebrate spring. But sadly, our cleaning products... <laughs> But yeah, we did manage to get some nibbles in and sip away on some Mm -hmm. sparkling wine and while shining everything up like a new penny, didn't we, Bills? That's right. That's right. I remember now. And then, yeah. So with spring in the air and renewal in our intentions, you know, it wasn't too bad of a day, Hems. I mean, you know, with a little bit of vino and some daylight savings time for those who love it or hate it or even have it, you know, and throw in a little sunshine, hopefully. Mm. And if you're really lucky, some budding flowers, you know, it, it kind of makes for a perfect annual spring cleaning springtime venue, don't you think, Ems? I mean, it's not on everybody's list, but... Oh, absolutely. I mean, I couldn't complain for a minute. It's just one of those rejuvenation and renewal <laughs> springtime routines that kind of sneaks up on you. So Mm -hmm. when you kick back afterwards and begin to feel that equanimity, I mean, surprisingly, that you know Mm -hmm. we're getting back to that spring poem and contemplating words, I mean, beautiful, about thrushes' Mm -hmm. eggs look little low heavens. The word egg, for me, also brings to mind the season of spring and the birth of new fresh beginnings. So for many, it's Mm. that opportunity to once again sort and sift through the old and unleash the new prospects that are on the horizon, not only for ourselves, but for our households, communities and planet as a whole. I love that, you know, and I know what you mean, Em says, you know, I always feel a little bit lighter, a little more clear eyed and and clear headed after sifting through my stuff, you know, and doing a little annual purge on, you know, anything that isn't really serving me any longer. And, you know, who knows, may, um, may need to be released and offered up to a friend or family member or, you know, an organization or, you know, who is in need of or it being in need of recycling or repair or upcycling. You know, whatever the case, declutter therapy. I just love it in the spring and it's so good, you know, for the sustainability of the soul as well as the planet, don't you think? Oh, for sure. And yeah, you know, when Mm -hmm. we begin 
to thread our mm-hmm. spring activities and how we celebrate them in terms of how we are also thinking about making our planet more sustainable not only in our daily activities of living but also in terms of what's going on with denim star socks hoo hoo and mm-hmm. and in the world of fashion i mean it got me thinking about one of the more famous quotes connected to sustainable fashion over the years mm-hmm. made by our amazing fashion designer Vivian Westwood who simply said oh wow Yeah, don't we love her? I mean, what an iconic woman. Buy less, choose well, mm-hmm. and make it last. Wow. Yeah, absolutely. Words of wisdom for sure. And once, you know, Emma, once that were spoken years ago before it was even a thing or or um you know, or a trend or what mm. I just learned the other day, mm-hmm. greenwashing. Everything mm. is getting greenwashed the mm-hmm. other day. Mm. You know, and you know, as far as, you know, like it is now when we talk about sustainability within the fashion realm, mm. so much so that sustainability like technology is constantly changing now and evolving into you know, our our dialogue and news to the point of, you know, complete oversaturation. Well, mm. really, you know, we are all trying to just figure out what is fact, what is disinformation and, you know, in terms of fashion sustainability these days. Mm. Which like getting back to our old friend, the egg here, who actually <laughs> <laughs> who in don't crack it, who inspired me to to John back to the very beginning on this sustainability journey as well as encouraged me to reacquaint myself with the basics and fundamentals as far as definitions go in terms of sustainability itself and how that clean and clear terminology about sustainability and how it intersects within the world of fashion and more specifically how this mm-hmm. all impacts on our love for all things denim was a real driving force in terms of helping me to find that lovely lily pad to start my departure point for understanding some of the sustainability rhetoric that is out there in yeah. the wide web yeah oh my god i love that the lily pad <clears throat> yeah i'm getting all croaky here oh yeah and for sure and i think that is so brilliant and you know just just keep the sustainability dialogue simple and straightforward mm. and uh you know with a focus on getting back to basics as far as the you know the sustainability discussion goes mm. is the way to go in order to you know just stay clear of all the trending hype mm. you know as i was just saying the greenwashing so when actual when actual fact for many of us in in the fashion industry and our communities sustainability and trying to live you know more authentically and sustainability uh you know when i think about it, it has been around for quite some time now and you know mm-hmm. this this isn't a new thing even mm-hmm. though for many of us we know that with covid-19 and the proverbial reset you know that we talked about in podcast 4 that you know the light is definitely being shone on the sustainability arena 
at the at the moment, and you know, especially during the pandemic, and for good reason. Mm, completely. I mean, you know, like you say, actually. For many people in our generation, we're reverting back to habits we had when we were younger. I mean, I'm, I'm just going to throw it in there. Like I was watching this fantastic program the other day, where you know how you had the classic milkman float with all the milk that would be delivered yeah. to your door in a glass bottle. Well, now people yeah. are actually beginning to do that again because actually they realise that was a sustainable way of originally having milk instead of having milk in plastic bottles because of course the milkman will come back pick up your old glass bottles and they will be go and uh, you know obviously properly cleaned to then be refilled with mm-hmm. milk again and taken back to your door again oh i love it so what was old has come back and it's gone full circle again it's recycled itself and and people mm-hmm. are doing it again yeah, yeah, exactly. Like, so, like you say, it's not actually really new. It, it, you know, we, there was things we used to do that was actually really sustainable. But then, like with fast fashion, fast food, you know, obviously all these other alternatives took over, and we didn't appreciate how much it was going to hurt the planet. But I mean, yeah, absolutely. So I want to get back to our punk rock fashion designer, Vivian Westwood. Yes. Yeah, and, and I our can girl also, Vivian. Our girl Vivian. And I can also remember a time when Westwood reminisced about getting back to the basics with fashion and sustainability. As well, when she said that when she was a little girl and she quoted, mm-hmm. you used to learn to sew all the hole in things, darning socks, but nobody mends things anymore. You know, right? So, mm-hmm, mm-hmm, absolutely exactly, completely so i mean she came from the silent generation born during the war when nothing went to waste for the most part thankfully we can happily say there's a resurgence that is gaining momentum and picking up speed that we know about as far as sustainability and fashion repair and how folks during covid were taking that to a new level and with fashion brands providing that experience within consumer shopping adventures, like we mentioned with nudie jeans, as well as with citizens getting it on at the grassroots level and taking responsibility for their own consumer purchasing behaviors themselves by doing their own repairs at home. I know, I love that. I just, uh, there's just something so quirky and quaint about that and of course right and then remember you know that old chestnut about the the chicken and the egg (laughs) and you know just the way my mind worked you know which one came first when it comes down Mm -hmm. to denim star and its socks Mm -hmm. for me the chicken has been thrown out it's now the sock and the egg (laughs) and again which one came first with sustainability terms you know and how did they tie in together within you know the sustainability world i mean does anyone out there even remember that the sock egg you know and, and why did it to you know is for besides vivian westwood you know reminding us of uh you know um just darning 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 our socks mm, yeah i mean oh my god the sock egg right 
Mm-hmm. Or, yeah, the sock egg. Totally. Or more specifically known as the infamous darning egg. I mean, I haven't thought mm-hmm. of that in a long time. And for good reason. When we think that our consumer culture with the likes of the sock of the month club and our linear economy culture of take, make and dispose that we have now. Mm-hmm. So while folks have been weaning themselves off off fast fashion the best they can and mm-hmm. ac- acquainting themselves with the slow fashion philosophy and movement as well as the circular economy and learning about the yeah. joys of caring and repairing our favorite clothing pieces including the old humble sock the old humble sock i know so true and i mean with that cool trend of these repair cafes you know i just love them let's hope this trend sticks you know it's not just a covid thing and and popping up all over the world repair is care you know and their model of let's fix it where you know easily broken household items and clothing in our throwaway culture are fixed you know one repair cafe at a time just you know folks look for one in your neighborhood and learn maybe you'll want to learn to repair and care rather than just throw it out you know the resurgence of knitting and crafting and you know making your own clothes from home these days during covid community mindfulness has set their sights on placing the focus you know once again on you know just getting back to the basics with sustainability the three r's that you know we were taught years ago you know three r's reduce reuse and recycle i love that and i love those repair cafes you can learn yeah, any they're so yeah. cool so cool mm-hmm. and you can i mean that's such a lovely community within itself and you can learn anything from repairing the zipper on your coat to getting your toaster working once again always need my toast <laughs> again by yeah yeah na- yeah totally by neighborhood volunteers who are subject matter experts in their field that are there to help teach their neighbors how to repair and care within their community and you know when you see all this going on in your neighborhood you then start to hone in on fashion sustainability as well and reminisce about how the fashion industry first started out and think to yourself you know we've come a long way baby when you consider yes we have we have when you consider what Roland Barthes wrote about in his book the fashion system published back in 1967 in it Barthes talk mm-hmm. about how the fashion industry makes money by essentially persuading us to discard our clothing faster than they actually wears Fast. out wears mm-hmm. out yeah mm. And that there is a premium on new and novel arrivals within the world of fashion. So thankfully mm-hmm. over the years as fashion designers started to challenge this system like we talked about it in our earlier podcast with Louis Vuitton showing the same looks at its last show in Shanghai where they had showed it previously mm-hmm. six months before we now know oh, that yeah. 
Mm-hmm. That we now know that this is reflecting a shift that has already taken root with Generation Z consumers who tend to favor pieces that are unique rather than new, acquired secondhand, or depop, and then resold a few months or years later when it's no longer wanted. Yeah, that's, that's right. So interesting. And you know, for those of us who weren't Gen Z, and have been ensconced in this fashion system for you know a longer period of time, you know, like myself, then it comes down to, you know, how do we get ourselves out of this linear system of design development and consumerism, you know, and perhaps be more like the phoenix is rising from the ash, you know, mm-hmm. in order to renew ourselves into utilizing more sustainable consumer purchasing behaviors. Mm-hmm. And, you know, I came across Alex Weller. Emma, he's the European marketing director at Patagonia. And he said, you know, when he was talking about this idea of reprogramming, Weller essentially, you know, he was posing the question to all Earth citizens by asking, you know, how do we break out of these patterns of consumption? Mm-hmm. You know, and uh, yeah, so he, for Weller, he believes that, you know, in order to reprogram, yourself you need to consider that you know it is a iterative journey you know which is you know iterative is it's just a, a simple series of steps for everybody that we need to make and uh yeah so for weller you know he feels that you need uh, as citizens we need to truly engage and invest in everything that we own and you know try to take responsibility for it mm-hmm. look at it as not just a transaction and an item, but as, you know, a useful, meaningful possession that you're going to take care of, mm. you know, in order to reduce waste. So, mm. you know, that's that's the mind shift, I think, right there, Ams, mm. that is requiring people to start to think differently about their stuff, you know, in order to break out of these, these habits of, you know, fast fashion and consumption. Mm, reprogramming for sure bills I mean very very yeah. powerful I've got goosebumps here I, I mean it also oh. sounds yeah it, it also sounds as if we were all in some kind of fashion cult doesn't it really I mean now we <laughs> dun, dun, dun. and now we have to be reprogrammed yeah. right i mean laugh out loud i mean it's it's especially when it's been reported at the bbc that the fashion industry mm-hmm. accounts for around 10 percent of greenhouse gas emissions from human activity along mm. with nearly 20 percent of waste water so it turns out bills that when you and I would go away on our girls' adventure vacations overseas and feel guilty mm-hmm. about the environmental impact of flying, actually, it's yeah, now... Yeah, that was me, yeah. Yeah, exactly. But And before COVID days as well. It is now common knowledge that the fashion industry mm-hmm. consumes <clears throat> even more energy than both the aviation and shipping industries combined. Can oh, wow. Know? Yeah. And along with that, here's a mind boggling Mm -hmm. fact from the US Environmental Protection Agency, who estimated Mm -hmm. that in 2017 alone, 10.2 million tons of textiles ended up in landfills 
while 2.9 million tons were then incinerated. And for those of us, yeah, so for those of us here in the UK, an estimated 350,000 tons of clothes end up in landfill every year. But the good news is it is also Uh possible for us consumers to look for ways to do our part in reducing that impact when you go to purchase your next pair of jeans. Or for us here within our Denim Star tribe, your next pair of Denim Star socks by simply looking at the labels for a start. Wow, and you know, just off the top, I just saw the other day something got sent in to me from the BBC saying that old Mm. clothes are going to be the future of the fashion industry now. And, Mm. you know, what will happen to them, what they'll be turned into, the the fuel that will be generated from them. I mean, the sky's the limit. Just so old clothes, folks. And absolutely, Ems. And yeah, and in terms of labels Mm. and certifications, I am, as you know, still bursting at the seams here with joy as part of the Denim Star team. And and to once again announce that, you know, your pledged Denim Star socks uh, are made from, and this has to be talked about more. Mm. Ems, the work, the hard work, blood, sweat, and tears that you've put in, people need Mm. to be reminded that your Mm. beautiful Denim Star socks are made from sustainable organic cotton that Mm -hmm. is got so global organic textile standards certified yeah and you know this is an unregulated industry so uh miss emma's she's taken it from the top here she's Mm -hmm. getting certified and that the the nature so the nature aspect of the biofill 220 organic cotton that Miss Emma is using to make the denim star socks respects nature as the cotton, you know, is not, it's not treated genetically mm-hmm. and is instead, you know, grown without the use of pesticides, chemicals, fertilizers, or defoliants, mm-hmm. you know, and, and it's important to know that all of our beautiful denim star sock stars also can have the peace of mind knowing that their purchase, uh, and being confident that, you know, the health biofill, the C20 safeguards help Mm -hmm. up the consumer. And and that, you know, it is made from 100% organic cotton and a yarn dye that you know too well M's is using Mm -hmm. a single colorant without the use of carcinogenic colorants. Mm -hmm. So, you know, while at the same time, um, you know that the the equity biofill C20. So um, this is promoting and enhancing sustainable development within mm-hmm. the GOTS production system. Yeah. So, you know, this also guarantees safe and fair working conditions. So in my mind, it's always down to the people. This yeah. is amazing. Yeah. And so Miss Emma's, uh, she's she's looked hard and wide for these conditions for both cotton producers and textile worker safety. While Mm -hmm. the biofill itself, the C20 helps to also guarantee, you know, the decent and socially acceptable standards of living. So, so the worker side of me, the textile uh, producer, uh, cotton producer and textile worker protection is for me, it's just as well as protecting the consumer. 
is just, you know, the bottom line. It's where it's all at. Oh gosh, so brilliant, Bills. Absolutely. And I couldn't agree with you more. It's so important. And then just a friendly reminder that at this mm-hmm. point, and now I am bursting at the seams like bl- like Billy's blowfish mode. That with all the incredible hard work that myself and the Denim Star team has devoted to breathing life into my Denim Star brand. Mm-hmm. Denim Star is excited to announce that we do have some production dates now. And that one date is oh, set great. Mm-hmm. Yeah, just before Easter. So fingers crossed during these difficult times, and it is the date that we are hoping for the Denim Star styles that I have been able to get into costs will go into production. And also, I'm so very proud to announce that officially the Denim Star packaging now has circular packaging. So, which is essentially materials that have been Mm -hmm. used over and over again in a lovely continuous loop. So just imagine a perfect circle. Mm rather than uh-huh. and that it will be produced in the UK and so that we ask all of our lovely sock stars for your support in helping to keep the loop in motion by recycling the packaging as it is 100% recyclable so it's just uh-huh. amazing uh-huh. amazing news and with that bills why don't uh-huh. you take it away from here as you have some more exciting announcements to make oh yeah well thank you my daughter i'm just so proud of you and you know yeah i just felt that we need to get these dates out and you know the the sustainability component that you've packaged into your beautiful product and yes and like you've said before and time and time again that you were just so ecstatically humbled by you know all your support and that thanks to all of the support by the amazing uh, denim star sock star listeners and supporters pledgers we are heading into like you say production on march uh 2021 which is now as you mentioned yes. and at the time of this recording we haven't been given a firm date or you know do we ems do we have a firm production date i know that you had said um that rest assured the socks will be produced before the end of march whoop whoop mm-hmm. i have to laugh ems because not only is today uh you know where yesterday was the first day of spring march 21 today ideally mm-hmm. um you know we're, we're speaking about production dates we don't have anything uh written in stone here but you know, we are aiming uh, for Denistar and the Sock Start community to officially know that March 21st is also Crazy Sock Day. And on Yay. March 21st, Crazy Sock Day, also knowing yay as uh, Odd Sock Day or Silly Brilliant. Sock Day is also a day, yeah, where many people worldwide annually don a pair of mismatched, brightly colored socks 
in order to promote Down Syndrome Awareness Day mm. on World Down Syndrome Day. So keep in mind, folks, while you are all patiently waiting for your pledge down and star, sock star socks to arrive, consider celebrating that today, um, that this day by wearing your craziest socks ever and send it in, send in your photos to your team here at Down and Star as mm -hmm. well as to your local Please. World Down Syndrome Day website. So, uh, you know, I know right now Emma is wearing her favorite crazy corgi socks in honor of her <laughs> beloved corgi, Cornelius the Corgi. And so what else? So, yeah, on top of that, some more dates and announcements, which, of course, are also in Miss Emma's Kickstarter updates that Miss Emma emails to you all. And, and that is with all the valuable changes that Miss Emma Lucy Brown has made to the brand. This has moved the original dates to you up by one month. So we want all of you to know that Miss Emma has been keeping you up to date with these changes, which is also, you know, most importantly, going to give you folks even more of a premium product for the value of your pledges to Denim Star Socks. So woohoo! <laughs> I mean, that's Yay. right. Absolutely. <laughs> and yay, crazy sock day. And count me in for sure, Bills. Yeah, <laughs> as I'm absolutely, wearing, absolutely. As I'm wearing my face right now, like you said, Mr. Crazy Corgi's wearing black Rayburn sunglasses. Oh, I for, love it <laughs> for this great awareness day, which I believe started back in 2012 when the UN began observing World Down Syndrome Day to increase awareness and understanding of the disorder with all kinds of activities taking place with the aim to highlight people with Down syndrome's abilities and accomplishments. Mm -hmm. So let's do our part to stand out and share this awareness within our communities. And then, wow, that is very exciting production news, hey Bills? I know, I love it. I thought, you know, we needed to get this out there because I'm, like, you talk about the tingles and goosebumps. It is, it is, just, I'm so proud. And yeah, the production commencement date. So, exactly. So, we have March before Easter, which Bill's mentioned earlier. So, please note, I will be in contact with each of you individually, which I already have, and I'm following up for those who pre-ordered socks to confirm your order and your delivery date. So please, 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 a reminder for each of you to confirm your home delivery address would be most appreciated. And then going forward, please note that the regular range delivery date to all corners of the world will be no later than the 30th of April, 2021. While the limited edition range, keep in mind that I'm currently busy producing all the hand-knit embellishments myself, personally. Mm -hmm. so my needles are still on fire. There's smoke busy Smoking. coming from them. <laughs> Great balls of needle fire. Fire, yeah, yeah. Oh setting all gosh. the alarms off as usual. Yeah. Uh, these dates also factor in taking styles from the regular range and then hand stitching the embellishments onto the socks and then wrapping and couriering your parcels to your door. So please 
Be mindful that we may only have one individual who is the pick and packer due to COVID restrictions. Keep in mind that Denim Star will do their utmost best to keep to these dates, but if there are any changes, I will surely let you all know. There's no doubt about that. You keep hearing from me. So yes, mm-hmm. please do keep an eye out for my email to you individually so that Denim Star can fulfill your pledges. So it's an email that comes from Kickstarter itself. It is mm-hmm. a survey. You may be asked a question and it will ask you to fully fill in your address. Wow, that's right, Emma, and just so very exciting, this stuff. And then, so speaking of, um, you know, getting back to slow fashion and, uh-huh. and all this learning to reprogram ourselves for it, and then, you know, trying to go from a linear to a circular economy is concerned. Now, folks, is a great example. We can mm. start deprogramming ourselves from our little fashion cult here. And mm. the perfect time to try to learn these new consumer behaviors and just try to, to be patient for those production and delivery dates. Mm-hmm. Um, and then, yes, springtime and sustainability mm. and caring and repairing. Mm-hmm. Just another note that at this juncture, uh, we here at the Dentist Star team are still working out from what Miss Emma's told me, the details uh-huh. uh, that she's so uh, busily working on for the sustainable mm-hmm. development goals, as mm-hmm. well as how uh, Denim Star is going to go about making a, um, a contribution for the sustainability of the planet. So, as mm-hmm. you know, Miss Emma Lucy Brown, as the founder of Denim Star, is still committed to becoming a member of the 1% for the planet which is, uh, you know, it's a nonprofit charity that unites brands with a reputable charity to help protect and restore the planet. So, uh, yeah. And so mm-hmm. as a reminder, like many of our Denim Star sock stars know, Denim Star is not only here to do business, but it's also here to do good as well. And so, you know, uh, Miss Emma is still waiting to hear ner- news on that front as far as, uh, what the membership is is concerned and what what how that's all gonna turn around and come about in the coming weeks so yeah all very exciting news miss emma oh i mean absolutely and you know it's funny i i was just thinking about one percent for the planet but then yeah (laughs) you just brought it up now so i was mentioning to you that the person i was dealing with at one (laughs) percent is actually no longer there now okay Uh So I'm just waiting on that news. So with that particular change, everything Mm -hmm. is in flux, as we know. And then with respect to the work on our United Nations SDGs or Mm -hmm. Sustainable Development Goals. Mm -hmm. Oh, my. I have to say, Bill, it's just amazing how a lot of this is just coming together so nicely. So thanks Mm -hmm. to everyone's support. But yeah, thanks for reminding me, Bills, in that when I can say is that at this stage, Mm -hmm. I'm still working on Denim Star's Sustainable Development Goals, SDGs, and Mm -hmm. what that is. So it's essentially the 2030 Agenda for sustainable development. So it's adopted by all United Nations member states in 2015. Mm -hmm. So basically it provides a shared blueprint for Mm -hmm. peace, 
and prosperity for people in the planet so now into the future exactly and it's heart are the 17 sustainable development goals so it's really extensive which is an Mm -hmm. urgent call for action by all countries so both developed and developing in a global partnership so Mm -hmm. they recognize that ending poverty and other deprivations must go hand in hand with strategies that improve health and education, reduce inequality and spur Mm -hmm. economic growth. So all the while tackling climate change and working to preserve our oceans and forests. So yeah, wow. wow. So with Mm -hmm. Denon's working to keep two SDGs, potentially Mm -hmm. three sustainable development goals it is also a really fitting time and subject to get in here at our socks and sandals and <laughs> morning cuppa with Emma and Billy for our podcast on sustainability. As again, this mm-hmm. is the first talk about fashion and sustainability in our three part series that we are doing here at Denim Star because it is just so extensive. Oh, absolutely. And, you know, to wrap up the first part of this, like you say, three-part series on sustainability, like you mentioned, Ems, as well as just recapping a lot of what we, you know, we just talked about in terms of how labeling and certifications can help consumers work out how green, you know, their next pair of denims or socks is, is going to be. Although these programs, you know, they're not perfect. Um, with many of them, you know, still suffering from a lack of funding. And, you know, just as you know, dealing with these complex supply chains for cotton, um, it can make it hard to count where, you know, where it all comes from. It is a start though, however, and, Mm -hmm. you know, especially when you think of really how far we've come from within this sustainability and fashion journey. And, you know, what direction that that's heading you know it you know me I've got to get back to my R&B playlist makes me Mm -hmm. think of that amazing R&B tune back you know in the day by Marvin Gaye oh Um, you know the one M's it Mm -hmm. was back in 1971 it was a tune called Mercy Mercy Me the ecology and you know it, it went a little bit like this whoa oh mercy mercy me Oh, things ain't what they used to be. You know, where did all the blue skies go? Poison in the wind that blows from the north, the south, and east. Whoa, mercy, mercy me. me. You know, and all the wasted oil on the ocean and upon the seas, fish full of mercury. Oh, you know, like, uh, just amazing. And that was uh, a tune back in 1971. So uh, we've we've uh, we're still we're still here on climate change and where it's all going to go and and you know so with this three part series our intro and then we're going to get into the nitty gritty the challenges and sustainability in denim and then part three we can take a look at all the good news so yeah wrap it all up Miss Ams oh feels love all your old school R&B playlist that <laughs> I love thing I mean you could give up your day job and become the next big singer on the old block for sure I mean mercy, mercy oh, me 
glad that you got your $50 in the mail for saying the M's. Yeah, I mean, it's an appropriate tune for sustainability, isn't it? So even to this day, don't mm-hmm. you just love Marvin Gaye? And mm-hmm. yeah, you think about his words were written many years. Before, like 50 years ago. <laughs> amazing. So before global warming even became a subject matter. So mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Marvin wrote this song about the environment and how we have an obligation to care for the earth. Mm-hmm. So, you know, on that note, thank you once again to all our Denim Star Sockstar listeners for joining us on this journey in the first introductory part of this three-part series, as you mentioned, on sustainability. I mean, who knows? There's just so much to talk about with this subject. There could even be a part four. (laughs) (laughs) Let's hope not. But yeah, I know it's just so expansive. That's for sure. For sure. So, I mean, but regardless, whichever mm-hmm. way we cut it, we mm-hmm. also want to take this time again to thank all our lovely Denim Star Kickstarter pledges for your support once again. Without you folks, none of this would be possible, quite seriously. Let's keep our fingers and toes crossed that these production dates hold. And in the meantime, don't forget to put your slow fashion thinking cap on and continue keep practicing your reprogramming consumer behavior skills by considering the benefits of circular economy mm-hmm. whereby raw materials, production, use, recycling, And then again, all feedback into this circular economy loop. So we'll keep seeing Mm -hmm. what we can do. So personally, Mm -hmm. I believe that if Marvin Gaye was still here today, I think he'd be happy to see all these amazing sustainability initiatives and Mm -hmm. maybe even put on a pair of zany crazy (laughs) crazy (laughs) and rejoice and celebrate. And I want to know what crazy socks have you got on? Absolutely, my crazy socks are full of pop tarts. Oh, I don't know. <laughs> Your favorite nutritious you know, food. I know, yeah. and you know, for me, as you know, Lance, I'm not even a morning person. But how mm-hmm. I got these, I, I don't know. I think it was just one of these crazy Christmas sock uh, purchases that somebody made and, and gave to me. But yeah, oh, yeah. I got my pop tart sock, socks on. But absolutely, and and, you know, to wrap it all up, folks, and on that note, happy spring, happy March, everybody. We look forward to continuing this fascinating discussion with Miss M's and all our lovely sock stars on fashion and sustainability with our special guest, uh, Miss M's. I think you should announce her. I think it's very exciting with lovely Annie Wells, the founder of Sophie Suzette. Mm -hmm. Wow. And I am just, (laughs) I'm still on blowfish mold because as everybody knows, this will be our our first uh, expansive morning kappa with Emma and Billy Mm -hmm. and our first little morning kappa guest with uh, Miss Annie Wells, founder Mm -hmm. of Simply Suzette. Very exciting. And so our kappa world is expanding and uh, so we're going to be further exploring sustainability and denim 
and Annie's mm-hmm. Annie's going to help us with that mm-hmm. in part two, mm-hmm. and we'll look at some of the challenges as well in that intro that we'll talk about before we uh, bring Annie onto the show. Yeah, and then uh, yeah, wrap it all up in our three-part series. And now also yeah, don't forget to tune in to everybody's favorite part of the show. Emma's Hosiery Highlights coming up next, folks. So uh, happy, happy spring and happy March and happy Crazy Sock Day, everyone. Now for Emma's Hosiery Highlights. It's looking like it's goodbye to loungewear and time to get smart. Think tailored blazers, large hats, and slingback heels. This is denim like you've never seen it before. Last year, Levi's joined forces with Valentino. This year, H&M collaborated with Lee. Wearing jean material has never been more fashionable. I went for casual smart denim shirt dress by Hugo Boss styled with a denim blazer from LK Bennett, completed with denim slingback shoes from Malone Soleil, completed with Denim Star's sustainable denim-coloured flower bloom over knee-high socks for my 2021 spring trend look. You can see the likes of Carly Minogue and Queen Lutizia of Spain rocking this look. While Billy's pulling on her love for anything athleisure with a very flattering denim jumpsuit by Whistles in a wide leg that cinches in at the waist, paired with blue marine flower patch trainers completed with denim stars, denim coloured starburst ankle high socks. A chambray boater by Anthropology and a linen scarf light denim coloured by Tripster and Smith to add some fluidity. Billy is the oracle of cool. Wonderfully, when you scroll to the bottom of Hugo Boss and Whistle's official websites, you can find their sustainability goals. Check these fashion ensembles out on Instagram and Facebook at denimstar underscore UK to find your denim star inspiration there. I hope all of you sock stars enjoyed our latest podcast of episode 8, Mercy, Mercy Me, Sustainability. Of socks and sandals and other scandals, Morning Cuppa with Emma and Billy. As I mentioned before, going forward, we will be published once a month. So keep an eye out on Instagram and Facebook for your announcements of it going live. Thank you so much for joining us on this magical mystery sock tour. If you liked it, give it a thumbs up, share it with your friends, and as always, don't forget to sock it to me and subscribe. And being the hosiery high priestess, as I always affirm, be the star you know you are. 
I'll talk to you guys later. Toodaloo, my lovely denim star sock stars. Until next time, bye.